Hey, how are you? Welcome to Vince's last drink. My name's Vince Hero, and my last drink was two nights ago. And I just want to open with uh, an apology, actually a, a twofold apology. Um, first of all, I want to just apologize for perhaps being a little bit hard on you during the last podcast. See, you have to understand at this point, I'm pretty certain no one is listening to this. So when I'm talking, I have to talk to someone. All right. So when I called you, the listener, a selfish, narcissistic cunt, I wasn't just talking to you. Right now, I'm talking to me too. We're in this together. Okay. So that's the first part of the apology. The second part of the apology is for whatever the fuck was wrong with that last mic that I've just replaced. That was picking up pretty much every noise uh, in my mouth, lip smacking, breathing, gross. I listened back to the first two. If you've made it this far, fair play. These things are going to get better. But anyway, this is day two for me. Podcast three, day two. And I said I was going to update you on whatever phase I was going to face at the end of the last podcast. Turns out phase seven is uh, insomnia. So I basically lay just staring at the back of my eyelids for most of the night. And um, as a result, I think I feel pretty much the same as I would on a regular day with a hangover. So... So far, I'm not seeing the benefits. I'm just being honest with you. So far, you know, there's not a lot of contrast between today and previous days with a hangover. And it actually helped to give me some self-respect, or at least some respect for the drunk that I was. Like how functional an alcoholic I was. Like, don't get me wrong, I did the fucking bare minimum in life at everything. Or at least, that's what I've done the last year. I've been coasting at a a strong C- minus while drinking about 30-plus standard drinks every night. And I think that's to be commanded, in a way. You know, today I read a book, I, I, I exercised, I got some sun, I ate well, and I... I feel about the same. So, I know I'm not providing much incentive at this stage, but, you know, this thing is, it's a process. I do recommend getting some sun, though. And you have to understand that sunlight, daylight, is not my natural habitat. You know, my natural habitat is a bar stool in a dive bar. That's just the most comfortable place for me. I feel like I'm not nocturnal, but I do like the dark. That being said, I got out today, I got some sun, and I I recognize the value in that. So if you're listening to this and you're hungover, go and get your fucking pasty tits out. And if you're a guy and uh, get some sun, I recommend it. The other thing I noticed as well is uh, the 3 p.m. thing has always been beer time, drink time, 
whatever it may be. Because I'd always notice like a dip in energy around that time. And you know what we're like as men. It's like, I, I'm, not, I'm not tired. I ain't no bitch. So you go get a beer. That was like the beginning of the, you know, the buzz. But I think there's another reason that there's a dip in energy at that point. And uh, I think it's just because you need a nap. So I tried that today. I had a nap. And uh, I woke up feeling better. So there's two things. Take them for what they are. I don't know. Fuck it. I did say I was going to give you a bit of an overview of my history with alcohol, though. Just so you know the caliber of the cunt you're listening to. And, uh, you know, why I'm at this point now. Interestingly, as an Irish person, I actually started late. I started late for an Irish person. I didn't have my first beer till I was 18. And I didn't like it. I remember, like, finding ways to, like, pour it away or, like, spit it out. Or you'd go for a piss by a tree and you'd half piss and half pour. It was too frothy. I kept burping up bubbles. I think I had maybe three or four, and I, I didn't like it. And I don't know what happened between then and, I guess, 21. By 21, it was pretty solid drinking on weekends. You know, it would be a few on maybe the odd Thursday here and there. But consistently, you would be putting away a 24 to a 30 pack of beer on a weekend. That kind of continued until uh, some point in my early 20s when I lost my driver's license for the first time. It didn't change my behavior. Why would it? It just made life shitter. And I would have to commute to work 90 minutes each way. Which made me fucking obviously... Like the shitter life gets, the more you want to drink. So I ended up fucking drinking more. And there was a pivotal moment moment during that period. I remember it very distinctly. And it was the first time I discovered the Sunday session. Because Sundays only used to suck because you were hungover and you had to face reality on the Monday. But what the Sunday session teaches you is that you know what, you can go and postpone that. You can go down, have a Sunday session. You can even go hard and finish up at 3 a.m. And what I learned was somehow I would manage to get through the following day at work. So I was like, oh my goodness, I've discovered some sort of uh, cheat code here. Some sort of loophole. I don't need to feel shit on a Sunday anymore. I can just keep going. So that continued. Then at 25, I decided I was going to go back to Ireland. I was bored. I was working in advertising. And uh, I felt like I wasn't really living life. So I went back to Ireland and I got a job doing the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. And if you have the opportunity and you're in your 20s, I would encourage you. I became a, a tour guide for what you describe as the Irish equivalent to Kentucky. So basically, taking big groups of hungover backpackers around to different tourist sites 
for the most part, talking out of your ass, uh, making up stories, and lying, and trying to sleep with them. That was pretty much it. But a part of that role was, you, you know, you have to guide them around during the day, point at castles and shit. But then at night, you'd have to take them out to dinner, and of course, take them to the pub. Which was fucking amazing. Because Ireland is a crooked fucking country, and you could make good money, you know, getting the little secret handshakes here and there, taking a big group of people to the pub. That was fun as fuck. But what happened as a result is it completely flipped my lifestyle with regards to drinking on a TED. You know, where prior to that, when I was working in advertising, I might have drank two, two and a half nights a week. Now my job was to take people out drinking. And I was working six days at a time, 12 days at a time, sometimes up to, you know, 30, 40 days at a time without a day off. And every one of those nights you're out drinking with the group. So you do that shit for five years and, uh, you know, you got yourself a pretty well ingrained habit at the end of that. So I did that from 2005 to 2009. I, uh, I finished up when my old man died entered into a domestic living situation with my girlfriend at the time, which, you know, both of those both of those things were an adjustment. So there were certainly ups and downs. But do you know who was always there? Old Faithful. Right there in the fridge. So, long story short, there was a bit of a rocky period. I moved around a bit. Moved to New South Wales trying to make this relationship work. My 30th birthday, I lost my license again. I I introduced a two-hour commute each way this time. You know, I upped it from 90 minutes to two hours. So life got even shittier. Did I learn my lesson this time? No. I thought, "Let's, let's build in 10 more years of classic alcoholic behavior. I still had a lot to discover at that point. You know, I, I, I really had to discover the awesomeness of, of drinking by yourself yet, you know. Putting on whatever bullshit entertainment you want, whatever shitty music you listen, you listen to, cranking that shit up, and just fucking blacking out in your zone. Oh, delicious. You know, and that, that isolation... That becomes a theme that takes hold pretty quickly because increasingly you want to be by yourself more and more, you know? And then when I found myself by myself, you know, through circumstances that weren't necessarily to do with me, I was like, yes. And then when I couldn't be by myself, I'd have to work around that shit. So then you start, you know, you start sneaking, you start. Maybe going to bed early because you're tired, but meanwhile, you got a little something hiding behind the pillow. It gets dark. You know, maybe you, uh, you know, you get home early from work and you squeeze a few in. Or better yet, you just don't go. You know, you wrap up at a time where you've still got a minute to have a nap, have a shower, brush your teeth, and you're good. So I had all, all that to learn. 11 years ago 
but naturally all that shit it affects the trust in any relationships that you have whether they be you know with a a partner family but once people start not trusting you you're going to get all the fucking alone time you want all of a sudden you're living that classic lifestyle of an addict you won't even realize it you'll be there like so quick You'll be in complete isolation before you fucking know it. So there I was. No partner. No family close by. All my friends were either interstate or overseas. And that was when I, I guess, I guess that was my my rock bottom. So at that stage I thought, maybe I'll just give this one more year. Maybe I'll just take another year out to drink every night. Till I pretty much fall into bed with no recollection of how the night wrapped up and just give in to it. I was like, no one cares. I don't care. I don't really want anything out of life anyway. Who gives a fuck? I got a fridge. I got the internet. I got an Apple TV. Let's avoid some reality here, shall we? Yes. So that was my lifestyle in all its glory. And that pretty much wrapped up fucking two nights ago. So that takes us to this point, pretty much. There's a lot more to fill in. You know, this has been a pretty fucking meandering and waffling uh, episode here. But uh, I'll fill in the blanks as we go. That's a little bit of an overview. Like I said before, if you have any interest in uh, reaching out, you can email me. The email is Vince's Last Drink at gmail.com. I don't know what I'll be able to do for you. You're talking to a fucking degenerate. I'm not any sort of authority, but, uh, you know, strength in numbers, even if you just want some extra uh, accountability, just want to air some shit out. Otherwise, um, I'll talk to you next time.